Welcome to The Playlist Podcast, a weekly discussion of films and TV. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And for this week's episode, I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Mike D'Angelo and Brian Farver. Now, typically, I'd start an episode with a silly question, but this one calls for something special. So here's the mm. tease that you're going to get for what we're talking about this week. <laughs> That's right. And you've already lost my wife. <laughs> oh, is this going to scare her? I'll stop it. I'll stop. She, it, as soon as I turn it on, she's like screams at me to turn it the fuck Nope. <laughs> That's funny. I, I mean, it's it's a classic. And if you don't know what it is, we're talking about John Carpenter's Halloween Willy franchise. And the, oh, oh, yeah, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Oompa Loompas famously <laughs> performed that song. Oh, my God. That should be the, oh, can you imagine that scene rescored with uh, the Oompa Loompas with the Halloween theme? <laughs> I feel like that would work pretty well. Man, that you would want some nightmares. Willy Wonka is already one of the scariest movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need anything else like that. Got it. Got it. Anyway, anyway. Again, we always get sidetracked right at the beginning, but this week we're talking about John Carpenter's Halloween franchise. Specifically, we're talking about the latest addition to the series, Halloween Kills. After the massive success of 2018's Halloween, Blumhouse brought the gang back together, including David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, and Jamie Lee Curtis, to make a sequel to the previous sequel reboot, whatever you want to call the previous film. Do we know what it is? Is it technically a sequel or a reboot? It is a sequel to the original Halloween, and that's it. All right, fair enough. So, so for this episode, we're going to begin by briefly talking about our overall thoughts about Halloween Kills in a spoiler-free discussion. Then after another warning, we're going to start going deep into spoilers to talk about what we really think of the second film in David Gordon Green's new Halloween trilogy. But before we get to that, i got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes Be Real, The Fourth Wall, Deep Focus, and more. And if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay, gentlemen, before we get to the discussion, I'm going to set the stage for people in case they're living under a rock and don't know what we're talking about here. Again, why are you listening if you don't know what we're talking about? (laughs) Regardless, Halloween Kills picks up immediately after the events of 2018's Halloween with Michael Myers left in a burning house and Lori Strode, her daughter and her granddaughter being rushed to a hospital in the back of a truck. But wouldn't you know it, Michael Myers doesn't die and he's on the hunt for more victims. Now the people of Haddonfield decide to stand up and take the boogeyman on once and for all. And on an interesting note, the cast for Halloween Kills has grown since the last film, including Anthony Michael Hall, everybody's favorite John Hughes actor, as Tommy Doyle, the young boy from the original Halloween back in 1978, acting as a sort of speaker for the town of Haddonfield. So, gentlemen, let's start with Mike, because I know Halloween is a franchise that you love. What do you think of Halloween Kills? Oh, boy. Yeah, loaded question. But um, in general, I liked it. I did not like it as much as the 2018 sequel, just because it it did some things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but it's still in that universe. It still feels like a Halloween movie really hard, at least in the beginning. Uh, It really kind of crosses over and feels like a direct, like continuation of of what they started doing in, in 2018. And which the more I watch that one, the more I just absolutely adore it. It's probably number two for me to the original. Um, uh, and then the rest, you know, it, it depends on, on when you catch me, but I, I do have an affinity for others. Um, maybe we'll talk about those later. Maybe, whatever. But uh, I, I thought it was <laughs> solid, but, you know, a lot of the pros are also cons for me. Like it, it has mm. something to say. It's about something, which is rare for a Halloween movie. <laughs> um, 
you know, it, it talks about, you know, how, how large groups react to traumatic events and, you know, mob mentality, and it has all that kind of stuff in there. And, and uh, it, it kind of defines what Michael is, which is also a con for me. But yeah, it, the movies that are most successful are the ones that just let him be this force. Um, and I thought the the last one did that really well. The, this one actually tries too much to define him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then the, the messages themselves, while it is about something, and that's the pro, the con of it is that it's super heavy-handed. Um, and I won't say anything until we get into spoilers, but has some great Halloween kills, pun intended. Um, and I don't know why there are characters named Big John and Little John that I just adored <laughs> in this movie. <clears throat> we will we'll get into the Big John and uh, Little John, too. Scott MacArthur and, and Michael McCon- McDonald. Um, great. <laughs> I don't know why I love them so much, but for some reason, they really they really got me in this movie. Yeah, they're great. Um, and then, you know, the final con for me, I have to bring it up because it was a con in the last one. Allison, the granddaughter of Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, continually calls her grandmother and only grandmother. And it's so stupid. I don't know anyone who calls their grandma or like, gaga or whatever it is grandmother and just says it like that it just she did, the didn't off. she she wow. always just says grandmother and it drives me nuts would you rather her say my gaga that's what my kids Ooh. say but i uh, that's little kids <laughs> stuff so i mean usually people just revert to grandma eventually but or if she's like hey everybody we gotta save my mama <laughs> no it doesn't hit the same yeah, but grandmother. I don't know why. It just really rubs. She's me a very formal person, dude. You just don't know it. Not, not in the rest of the movie. All right, Brian. <laughs> what did you think of Halloween Kills? Ah, I. Well, I, I mean, I I couldn't help but flash back to to seeing the 2018 Halloween and Mike. I believe we saw it together, and I remember mm-hmm. like at that time, and it's, it's still true. I hadn't seen all of the all the Halloween films. And I think I remember asking you certain points, like, well, what is, who's this now? What, what's this? Like just little things here and there. And I, so going into this movie, I was, I mean, obviously with it picking up where the last one left off um, that helps. And really quick, do you guys know were these movies filmed back to back? No. You know, I mean, did, did I prefer the 2018? Absolutely. That one was, was much much more solid. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was terrific. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that were, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily a, like a, a noob or anything, but I definitely, you know, definitely like, you know, using Mike as an example, I hadn't, I didn't know as much. So it, it was a perfect reintroduction slash like introduction, if that makes sense. Um, and this one, it's, a solid companion. I think it would probably work better if they just stitched the two together. Um, but yeah, I, I have to agree with a lot of the issues you you mentioned, Mike. There were some serious melodrama in this film that I thought did not work. Um, I uh, some of the acting would would range from like almost like chillingly good to I don't think this person's ever acted before. And it's weird because <laughs> a lot of the people I'm seeing that about were in the first movie. Some of the kills were awesome. 
others were just not really doing much for me. So it was just, I think I have to agree with you hundred percent, Mike. I, this one was a little all over the place. Good, not great. I mean, yeah, that's, it, yeah. it was, it's, a, it's also a, a middle chapter through and through. Like, yes, well, so it really that, is. That segues into my thoughts because I couldn't shake the middle chapter syndrome as mm-hmm. I watched this movie. Yeah. It felt it felt like treading water and we'll, we'll get into the, the specifics in the spoiler section, but really quick though, are you saying that because we know there's going to be a final movie next year? Is it, even or- if, even if I didn't know, I would know after watching, this you movie. would know. Yeah. <laughs> you would, you, there are, there are some choices and some big choices that I don't agree with that make this movie strictly a middle chapter. Yeah. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I enjoy Halloween. I love Halloween. The original is one of my favorite uh, horror movies of all time. And I really enjoyed the 2018 one. I think it uh, brought like a, a viciousness to Michael that we hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, parts of that are still here in Halloween Kills. The problem yeah. is it's almost it's almost like a superhero sequel in the sense that they took what was good about the first one and said, well, we just got to do more. And that's just, and that's just never a good idea just to do more. And this feels like more, it feels like, well, you thought he was vicious in the last one. Just wait, he's more vicious. You thought he racked up some kills in the first one. Just wait, he kills a lot of people in this one, you know, and it, it just, without getting into the spoilers on the, the choices, just in the general sense of, of what this film is, it just feels like a subpar sequel, which is a bummer because like what Mike said and like what uh, Brian said, the, the, I say the first one, I'm talking 2018 Halloween, the first one of David Gordon, David Gordon green. uh, That one had some things on its mind about PTSD, about what happens to the final girl of these slasher movies 40 years later. It's something that we really haven't talked about or seen. And it only works because Jamie Lee Curtis is great. And this one just kind of says, well, yeah, those ideas are cool, but we're just going to pause that for a second and we're going to get to this other story real quick. And that's, <laughs> you know, that didn't sit with me very well. So yeah, I gotta say the score was fantastic. And we all know why it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Mr. Was, John Carpenter himself. Jeez. It was mm-hmm. just, there, there were some moments that were, were it not for the score, I would not have been as riveted, but man, was it good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the man, I don't know how old John Carpenter is. I know he's in his later years. He is still a genius with, uh, with a piano and a synthesizer and some other instruments that he uses. He creates some good music. Even unbelievable. Yep. So uh, I got to ask you guys now, having seen Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills, we know Halloween ends is coming next year, but did Halloween kills since we're kind of lukewarm on it, did that kind of, lower your expectations for the finale start with mike Mm, i i I still think it can come back and and really end on a high note because it knows it can end now um so i'm i'm holding out hope just as a halloween fan that they're they're able to write the ship a little more but are Uh, your if your expectations were at a 10 before so i would assume that they were what are they at uh, now like an eight seven uh sure yeah but I mean, it's 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 kind of a classic Halloween move for this one to be just okay, and it's and that's kind of better it's than so we, Halloween. Yeah, the, every time there's a really good Halloween movie, it's followed by just a really bad movie. <laughs> the first Halloween 
is great. The second Halloween, I, I wouldn't say it's really bad, but it's. I was about to say I, I'll, okay. I'll fight you over Halloween too. Yeah, Halloween too <laughs> solid, but it's it's like this. It's not great, but it's not bad. It shares um, a lot of stuff surprisingly with Halloween yes, too. The, yes. Halloween Kills does. Yes, anyway. and then there's four, which was a big hit, and then five is crap, and then H two O was a big hit, and Resurrection was crap, and H two O was a big hit. It want to live hit. in your fantasy world. It was a hit. No. Yes. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to settle this at another time. Um, Brian, You're not amongst a lot of fans, but yeah. it was a financial hit. Eh, eh. Brian, uh, do, are you excited more or less for Halloween Ends after seeing Halloween Kills? Probably, I would say, yeah, maybe a seven or eight. Only, no, not only, but a, a largely just out of curiosity, like where, what, what are we setting up here? Exactly. I have an idea. I think maybe a lot of us. It's called would. Halloween ends, Brian. I know, I know, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, yeah, I hope that they're setting up this up in such a way that, yeah, this, this is it. I mean, obviously they're going to reboot <laughs> again, 20 years down the road. Yeah, um, it's going to keep going. It's going to, Oh, I, sweet. Brian. I would love to see them just like do like, I don't know throw them in the middle of a thermonuclear blast that would what? be just yeah, like, <laughs> what are you talking about like the unused Don't ending give of uh, brian Back to the no. future i oh boy this could segue into some of my movie ideas i don't know <laughs> well, well okay so we're gonna we're gonna speculate later in the show about what we think halloween ends is gonna do Fine. but seven uh, or eight seven or eight okay fair me. enough and before we wrap up the spoiler-free section, I want to go back to Mike here. On a sliding scale of Halloween sequels, from good ones like 2018's Halloween to terrible Halloween Resurrection, where does Kills kind of fall in that scale? Oh, curious. Uh, for me, it's still top five. But that is still saying, I mean, there's a lot of questionable Halloween se- sequels that I still love. <laughs> like, I'll st- I still watched... Like uh, this week, I, I watched four, five, six, H2O, Resurrection. I got through about half of it, and then I was like, no, just why do you keep doing this to yourself? <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, that is the absolute bottom. And I was going to revisit the Rob Zombie ones, but I just I didn't feel like doing it's, that. It's a better world if we pretend they don't exist. Yes. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Z- Rob Zombie's vibe. It's too scummy uh, for me. Um, yeah yeah but yeah it's I, like I, the Zack snyder of halloweens <laughs> mm. Ooh. you're giving him a lot of credit well um, i mean the you know the grim and gritty and like you know michael myers doesn't have a clean mask he's a dirty mask well that's the same thing here well it, he burned it different yeah. anyway well it's the same thing there too um, whatever <laughs> okay big fan rob big fan rob yeah sure um, <laughs> I, I, I would say for me, maybe four or five okay. in the, in the listing of, of Halloween's respectable, Brian, yeah. would you like to, to rank even with your limited knowledge of all the sequels? It's probably, I would say solidly maybe three. Um, so you and- go Halloween, Halloween, Halloween kills. Yeah, that actually is probably pretty accurate. Yes, that's that's very accurate. And yeah, it is better than Halloween three. I know I'm partial to Halloween three, but I'm not on that boat. No, not on a a quality level. This would yeah, this is in third place. 
Yeah. Is it even in uh, this isn't a spoiler because I'm not going to give the context, but is it even an Easter egg when they reference Halloween three in this? It, I, I thought it was it was pretty it was pretty overt it. yeah it was yes I liked it I liked there were a lot of little nods like the the cowboy hat sheriff is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's okay. a lot of things in here all right so anything you guys want to say spoiler free before we move on how did no, David Gordon Green be the one to the how is no clue the from that's your a highness. podcast in and of itself god but I'm now he's he's like Mr. Horror he's gonna yeah. do Hellraiser. Hellraiser he's gonna do uh Poltergeist He's got a lot. Are of you serious? Out. He's doing yeah. those. Well, yeah. wow. he, they're doing a Hellraiser. They already filmed a Hellraiser movie with David Bruckner directing. They just announced the uh, cast. Uh, a female pinhead, by the way. Exciting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but the uh, but David Gordon Green's like attached to a TV series based mm-hmm. on the Hellraiser franchise, which I find fascinating. A yeah. TV series. Guy's not busy at all. I think I think hell not to get on Hellraiser, but I think Hellraiser is like one of those untapped resources that we really need to make more popular. There's something there. It There's is. There. What, what a visually good <laughs> franchise visually, that just needs. It a was good interesting. Story. Yeah, but yeah, it needs a good story, and I don't think any of them were good stories. Right. But that's that's good. a podcast for another day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so with spoiler-free discussion out of the way, we're going to dive into spoilers now and get a little bit more into what we thought about the film. You've been warned. You had a knife in your stomach. You and Allison should not have to keep running. Evil dies tonight. Okay, so let's begin the spoiler discussion with something that really, really shocked me. Um, Mm. And this is something that I think is one of those big choices that I think was to the detriment of the movie. And that's just how limited Jamie Lee Curtis's role is in this movie. Yes. Oh, for me, I thought it was a real bummer, even though I think Anthony Michael Hall, who turns into kind of the de facto lead and some of the other folks did okay jobs. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall, I think did pretty well, especially that opening scene at the bar, but uh, it's clear they're saving the final showdown between Lori and Michael for the finale, which just made this film feel like filler. So uh, did you guys agree with that? Yes, most definitely. But I also understand why they did it and and um, was kind of I, I was almost like proud that they actually showed someone affected by something that happened to them in a previous movie. Like, hey, you can't get up and kind of run around and fight a bad guy after you've been stabbed in the fucking stomach and had major surgery. So I get it under, you know, that part. But still, it's not very great, exciting storytelling. Um, we are talking about a movie her we are talking about a movie that a guy gets shot in and gets up again and still kills people so you're allowed to to heal quickly from a stab wound well that's michael myers that's different but that's i'm just saying like okay we have to suspend our disbelief for michael myers but then we have to act super realistic for laurie strode Eh, not yes they're different I'm just saying you could have you could have made Lori a bigger part of this movie, but they like they basically handcuff her to a bed for this whole yeah. movie. Yeah, it's such it, a bummer. She has, she has like a mini rom com. <laughs> yeah, it's so scenes, weird. Those scenes with Will Patton were rough. I'm just gonna tell you, they Will were Patton's rough. fine, right? They just ah. didn't need any of that stuff. The they whole, didn't know the whole intro of this movie where the the flashback scene felt completely like an unnecessary retcon that even though I love Jim Cummings in, mm-hmm. in a, in a surprise cameo, which is great, but yeah, you could have just 
shave that whole scene, that whole story. I really liked going movie. back to the original, honestly. Okay. I, thought that I, was I, nice. I will say that flashback captured the original aesthetic really well. It like it really, looked yeah. like the Loomis looks Loomis. great. But yeah. you're Charles, you're right. Like I was like, this is taking forever. Like, God, just come. We don't get to the get to the movie. Come on. I was really mad. <laughs> I think I think they just wanted to answer the question that a lot of people had after the 2018 Halloween, which is how did they catch him? You know, because yeah. like, there was that that whole like mystery on, OK, we know how Halloween ended, but now he's like locked up. So what happened? And I get yeah. the desire to show that. But also it wasn't a question I was like dying to know the answer to. And it didn't need to take like a whole flashback with a different cast and like CGI faces and all that shit. Like, I just didn't need it. Well, they also needed to tie the community to him. It, they couldn't just have Laurie Strode be the the person that was affected here and obviously that's what they were doing here they wanted to tie like everybody's trauma to it but did they but did they need to outside of tommy lonnie kyle or i'm sorry it's not her her real name's kyle uh was it Lindsay and uh marion i think are the four like nancy stevens yeah did they really need to do all that like i i don't know i'm fine with it i i don't have an issue with this at all but you know okay fair enough um, but yeah, so th- when I when I said in the non-spoiler section about how this felt like a middle chapter, that was it for me. It just screamed a middle chapter because they're clearly holding back Laurie Strode. And it just, it didn't feel as fun in a Halloween sense as the last one did because that Laurie Strode, like badass Sarah Connor Laurie Strode that we met mm-hmm. in 2018 was just like completely just like pushed aside. But Mike's right, though, like we like unlike Die Hard, any of the Die Hards where Bruce Willis will get, you know, <laughs> his limbs blown off and he'll be he'll be fine. Like we see her yeah, getting up from the bed and trying to whatever. And then at, at some point a little later, she collapses again like she and still somehow she's still pretty, pretty, pretty badass, pretty tough. Like she really could. I, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was well, I preferred her in the original the 2018 version this gave her something else to work with here and it didn't always work but there were scenes where it's like okay i can see the the realism here and it was it was great okay hot take time tell me if i'm crazy oh boy boy. i think they should have just put Lori in like a medically induced coma for this entire movie Mm. because every time she's on screen they tease like oh she's gonna get up oh she's gonna go out there and then something happened and it just, it felt like the worst kind of tease because you never got that payoff. So my idea is to put her in a medically induced coma and just have them have to protect her. Like that just seems like an okay use of her if you're not going to use her at all. That's not um, bad. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I mean, it, that would have been fine with me, but uh, I'm, it would have really pissed people off. Well, that's, that, the, okay. You're given, you can make any sequel you want. You're the one that showed, not you, Mike, but David Gordon Green and Danny McBride and everybody responsible for this movie. They're the ones that chose to do, you know, a direct, you know, minutes later sequel. So, you know, figure it out. That's all I'm saying. So when does she wake up in Halloween ends? Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Just as her daughter gets stabbed. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Halloween ends in a second, but, Mm -hmm. um, Another issue I had with this, and tell me if I'm if I'm nuts for this as well. You're nuts. Lonnie, who I think, uh, Brian, I don't know if, if you were speaking about him. The actor who plays him is not great. 
Um, couldn't tell if he was drunk, stupid, or a mixture of both. But why did Lonnie give teenagers guns? Oh, yeah, I you're I'm now I'm reminded of that. Why? He's just he's why? just kind of a scumbag, you know. I mean, I, it, it it made sense with the kind of traumatized dirtbag that he was. Um, so I was willing to roll with it. But until he did, he made a lot of stupid choices until he's like, okay, guys, I gave you this gun. We've already been hunting in the woods for him. But when I go in this house, you guys stay in the car. Okay. Come on. That's because he finally realizes that he was being an idiot. (sighs) Too late. Sorry, guy. (laughs) Anyway, that what was the point here? Was the point just to tee up this big movie about a town against Michael Myers? Or was it? Yeah. Did they just kind of snowball into that? Yeah, they're really... Well, so, I mean, there was a I payoff, and then it, he, it just <laughs> he just yeah. got back up and everybody. Well, up. Well, well, okay, <laughs> let's not get to let's not get to the ending because I've got problems with the ending. But but Brian brings up a good point, right? So the previews for this movie set it up like this is Haddonfield fighting back. Evil dies tonight. How many times um, do they say that? Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. But. Then they take this whole town rising up against Michael and then just put it in a hospital and then have it go nowhere. Like that's when the, I think you were saying Mike about the political stuff. That's when the mob mentality thing starts. And you're like, what are we doing here? Like there was no tension. We knew it wasn't Michael Myers. They're hunting. It was some poor soul. Like, why is that my second act? I don't know. Well, that's where, you know, it, it was a double-edged sword for me. I was I was appreciating that it was saying something, and I felt like that's how shit would really go down, especially in modern times. <laughs> like, people are so fucking nuts at this point and, and ready to jump at anything that I think that is a realistic thing. Up to a point, it did go over the top with the mob mentality, like in the hospital when they were all, like, furiously hunting that guy down. Um but I didn't think that was out of the the realm of possibility. Um, and I, I couldn't respect wanting to say something about that. I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't necessarily for me. It felt like filler in a movie that felt like filler. Yeah. That's, that's all it was for me. I just felt like we're just treading water again. Mm-hmm. Like there was no tension because the best part of this movie is happening at the same exact time with Big John and <laughs> Little John, right? Big John and Little John. So, Mike, you you teased it in the spoiler section. Mm -hmm. They're great, right? Big John and Little John. I don't know why grown men refer to themselves as Big John and Little John, but it's adorable. Refer to each other as Big John and Little John. It's adorable. It's not even referencing size. Uh It's like, yeah, it's just so great. Even though they they do some things, which is a bit infuriating in this movie, but, you know, whatever. Sure. I got the same charge out of those guys as I did the pancakes kid from cabin fever. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, I I'm, I'm don't know why these guys are here, but I'm so happy. They are like, just it, take a seat. <laughs> yeah. It made me want to like, just like, let's, let's follow them for 90 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, just they getting were... high eating candy and shit and just yeah. watching movies. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a fun scaring movie. kids. Yeah. Scaring and, kids. <laughs> and like abusing kids, basically. Yeah. Even though those kids, they fucking had it coming. Yeah. They Let's be it. real. They're terrible yeah. kids. Yeah. Yep. They were the, who was the little black boy in the first, in the 2018 one? He makes a little cameo here, yeah. which I was oh, glad to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um, love it. I love it. They were, they were that for this movie. Yeah, they were. Um, I think that's the Danny McBride 
David Gordon Green influence a little bit. Yeah. They, Scott they MacArthur know, is definitely a comedy guy. Yeah. Yeah. They know like, okay, we're going to, we got to put something in here. So just to lighten the mood, just a little bit. And, and mm-hmm. it was much needed because this is a heavy movie. God, yeah. Kids in that tone were dicks. Like the kids on the swings were dicks. Like they're the same kids. <laughs> were they the same yeah. kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh come, fuck those kids. It's so you God. don't care when they die, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Brutally too. Yeah. Oh, well, th- I mean, I guess only one of them died. No. Did any of the kids die? I'm pretty sure they all did, didn't they? No, because those are the other people in the car. The Halloween 3 reference. Yeah. The masks. Yeah. But I think they died with them, didn't they? Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. I I think they I guess I got to watch it again when it comes out on Peacock. Are you you peacocking? I've peacocked. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I haven't haven't made the dive yet. It's not. I wouldn't necessarily endorse it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is worth it on there besides Saved by the Bell? The office. Honestly, well, yeah, Yellowstone is is definitely one you oh, should yeah. check out. Isn't and, that Paramount Plus? Uh, it's on. It was on Peacock when uh, I. I think you're I, lying. That was the reason I, think it's I got Paramount it. Plus. Are you no, sure? it was the reason I got Peacock. Um, and I've kept it around just because we found little gems, okay. like here and there that okay. you know are decent, but I, we really should get rid of it. But then I saw Halloween was coming. I was like, I'll keep it around. I, I mean, isn't that the story of our lives now? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, do I need Apple TV Plus? Oh, great. This movie's coming out. Yeah, I do. I like Apple TV Plus. I think no, it's, it's a fine. really good fine. lineup. I know. It's just easy pickings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's let's move on a little bit. And 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 really, let's, let's dive into the ending here. So mm-hmm. this is the other part where I was just like, what are we doing? So... <laughs> Full spoilers, like I said, don't listen if you don't want to know the ending of this movie. But the film ends in a way that was really shocking for me because it kind of takes what I think is great about Halloween and Michael Myers as an idea and flips it on its head. The first film, and by first film, again, 2018 Halloween, even even Carpenter's original, kind of goes out of the way just to show that Michael Myers is pure evil, but he's real, right? Yes. He's, he's, yeah. he's evil, he's a shape, but he's real. However, the end of Halloween Kills makes it seem like he's just another sort of supernatural Jason Voorhees-esque slasher that yep. can be shot multiple times, stabbed, stomped, brutalized by a dozen people, but then still just magically get up and murder everybody. Because so, he is the embodiment of evil and you can't be evil with evil or whatever it is. Okay, Mike, yeah. what do you think of this, this revelation and yeah, how it kind of recontextualizes Michael Myers? Yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan of defining who he is or what he is. That's usually where a lot of the the bad sequels stumble. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It, it yeah, just, don't it don't apply a meaning to something that doesn't need a meaning. Just exactly just let, it, let it be mysterious. Exactly. You're you're taking all the mystery and mystique out of Michael Myers, and and not necessarily something that's needed. So that was something that left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, what part of it though? Cause it sounds like you're more concerned about the actual, like, Oh, he just wants to go to his home sort of thing and not the like supernatural. He can never die thing. Cause that's what bugged me. Yeah. I mean, if it makes sense, I'm okay with Michael Myers being supernatural, but in these movies, he's not. And they, the only way he was going to get through these movies is, is by being supernatural. Um, so I think, I don't know why. They, they really leaned into it that hard, but maybe I, I'm, I'm hoping it ends. will explain it a little better. I don't know if you can explain your way out of it, but yeah, I think I they, know. I think they literally want us to believe that he's so evil 
that he's now like like the walking demon or of Haddonfield, you know? Because like, doesn't Laurie Strode have a line where she's like, you know, he just grows more and more powerful? Yep. Like, it's just, it's so something like that. lame yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that they were like explaining it as it was happening on screen, like randomly. Laurie had to be talking about this shit. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know why he has to be like, I don't know that he is so evil that it's this, but it's that he is literally the living metaphor of evil. He's the book kind man. of lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that he can't be killed because they're, you know, uh, doing violence unto evil and that can't kill evil. So I don't know. It's, it's too in the weeds and weird. And uh, like, like Brian said, it, it didn't need to be, said no no i think so the the first halloween like i said it's i think uh mike and i were talking about this uh before we started recording but when you think about what actually happens in the first halloween and it gets brought up in this one because of the ptsd of of tommy doyle and lonnie and um lindsey and marion he only murdered three people sure he Mm -hmm. terrorized quite a few but he only murdered three people and i say only kind of you know flippantly and that sounds terrible michael out that kind of thing (laughs) yeah i'm all about i'm pro michael myers guys uh hot take (laughs) he should have killed more more teenagers but no but i mean in this movie so yeah so the first one kind of sets the stage like the scary part about the first one is a you don't know who he is behind the mask you know Mm. that he's michael myers but we don't know his face really uh he murders kind of without any sort of motive and he's real He's just a dude who escaped from a mental institution, picked up a knife and a mask, and just hunted his way down through an Ohio town or Illinois. Sorry. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. And and this one just says, well, you know, no, he's got to murder a lot of people. He's got to be super strong. He's got to have this kind of supernatural invincibility thing. And it just it really loses the essence of Halloween for me. Yeah, I did like the the whole he's drawn. He just wants to go back to his home. Yeah, thing. that's fine. Whatever. I was fine with that. But yeah, the the supernaturalness of it Agreed. didn't really work. Okay, so um, I liked the first half of this movie a lot more than the second half of this movie. Yes. So that's interesting, right? Before we we get into other things, I I, I we should revisit that because we haven't talked about Anthony Michael Hall and those people. We talked a little about Lonnie and Lonnie's bonkers and dumb and drunk, <laughs> but Anthony Michael Hall kind of has a really interesting character arc. He would have in a very interesting character arc, I should say, because it starts out with this really great scene where he's in a bar and he talks about like the trauma and how he really, he just likes on Halloween to get drunk with the other people who he can commiserate yeah, the guy with. bringing the party down. <laughs> right. And, but, but all he wants to do is just be like, you know what, we're stronger than this, whatever. And it's really interesting to see yeah. that kind of juxtaposed with how Laurie dealt with the trauma, but, and then, you know, you see him kind of lead the mob and then he is regretting leading, leading the mob, but then it just kind of all fizzles out in a way where it just feels like, yeah, it, like Tommy Doyle just kind of, his story just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And that was a kind of fizzles too. by the end, which is, is, I really liked a lot of this movie, but the, the last bit really kind of is where everything gets kind of screwy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And mm-hmm. Okay. Big John, Little John, why the hell do you buy Michael Myers' house? 
I mean, was it on sale? Yeah, it was. I mean, no one will buy it. And if two gay guys are going to come and fix it up, makes total sense. They're probably going to make a pretty penny on it, too, if they would have sold it. Well, you think of you think of like if if Haddonfield was so affected by this, like they they want you to believe. Um, Do you guys know who John Wayne Gacy is? The serial killer? Oh, yeah. Pogo the Clown. Uh, His house, not too far from where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of Chicago, it actually doesn't exist anymore because after they, you know, discovered all the crimes and all that, they uh, demolished the house and built a new one on top of that land and even changed the address of the house so they wouldn't yeah. share anything. That's how you react to this. Not like, oh, it's the same basic house. We're just going to put a new coat of paint on the walls. And well, it, you know. it makes more sense than the Myers house just being this dilapidated, like rundown. That's true piece of shit in the middle of the neighborhood that everybody's just like oh that's the myers house mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i i, I yeah. think it makes more sense that people would actually try and come in and fix it up and you know make it something better there are those people from like the haunted house <laughs> films like oh you don't want to live here the the andersons were brutally slain here 20 years ago like oh okay well we'll move in here and then that's how the haunted house movie starts there are those guys in this but movie. They, but they literally scare the little kids like multiple times. They're like, do you even know what house this is? Yeah. It's like, well, no, do you guys even know what house this is? I, I think they're the types to not really buy into it and care until yeah. it's too late. Yeah. Um, Clearly, because he thought like a Swiss yes. army or a cheese knife is going to like take on Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor big John. Yeah. And little John. I loved them both. I <laughs> I did. I I thought every scene in the bar was was just awesome. Like that that I talked about realism before. Those scenes felt the most real to me because you even had actors talking over each other, which is like this feels like a very normal conversation. Like when the the guy said, "Hey, can you please quiet down? You know, we're we're trying to you know have a conversation here." And like, "Oh, okay, sorry." Like it it was not like. It did not feel like anybody was acting. It felt like that somebody just set a camera down in a real bar and just let people talk for a while. So, and those are my favorite scenes with, with Anthony Michael Hall were those moments, even when he was on, on stage delivering his, uh, his, uh, yeah. Yeah, downer screed. About yeah. <laughs> Halloween past. It was still it was, good. It was still good. It was, it was still good. Yeah. That was great. And, and I got to hand it to Anthony Michael Hall just because he's given kind of a, a great role in the sense that people going into this movie think he's just going to be kind of a a supporting character, but he is actually probably the lead and he really does kind of run with it. And, and he's, he's quite good. I enjoyed it. Um, I kind of a bummer. He's not going to probably be around. Who knows though? Who knows? Um, but yeah, so, so good on you, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, bad on you for the daughter. What's her name? Not Judy Greer, the granddaughter. Oh, no. Allison. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Grandmother. Yeah, not the grandmother stuff, but boy, they they were struggling to do just anything with her in this yeah. movie. Yeah. I think she she worked in the last one, but this one I I did not like her character at all. Um it, yeah. And I you know, I I don't want to say anything mean, but you know, I think there were some miscastings otherwise in this yeah. series yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. So we, like we've been saying, we know that this is actually the middle chapter in a trilogy that's going to end next year with Halloween ends. Um, end quote unquote. 
we we don't really know what Halloween ends is going to be, but David Gordon Green, I think, has already said that there's going to be a time jump, which makes sense when you see the end of this movie. They don't need to pick up right as as this stuff ends. They need to kind of hit the the reset button. And I think they even hint at like in the movie, they hint that Laurie Schrode says, you know, it might be next year or 10 years from now or something. So regardless, I want to know, starting with Mike, mm-hmm. where you think Halloween ends is going. Do you have any ideas? I mean, it, it's about the inevitable uh, collision of, of Laurie and Michael, obviously. And one of them, if not both of them, have to die. And I'm, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, uh, well, if Karen is actually dead, it looked pretty apparent that she's dead uh, yeah. at the end of this movie. Yes. Poor Judy uh, Yes, that, you know, Jamie's probably going to be seeing a lot of herself in Allison. And she's probably going to want to protect her from becoming what she became, um, mm. which makes total sense for me. And I, it depends on who survives in this one, but it, it's definitely, you know, no one's going to be happy go lucky at the beginning of Halloween ends. That's for sure. Yeah. Brian, any, any thoughts? Well, so the very last, the final shot is of him staring out the window of his house. Correct. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So now that we've established that he is essentially like this unstoppable, quote unquote, like force, is the next movie going to be sometime later when he's laid waste to the entire town and <laughs> Lori is now on the road? It's Sarah a post-apocalypse kind him? of thing. You know, like I dig I, it. I would love to see her driving around in some like modified like Mad Max truck, like you know, chasing down leads in this <laughs> wasteland of Michael Myers. Like, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. But this is also the director of Pineapple Express. So yeah. who knows? Of, yeah. of all the people who I, like I said, who I never thought to resurrect this franchise, David Gordon Green. So I, I yeah. would love to see some all out action movie. You're right, Mike, though. Yeah. yeah. On the, yeah. Are they both going to die? Can we just say are they they're both going to die? Well, it's either right? that or they're, or they're setting up uh, an ending that's going to piss a lot of people off, where love has to win or something oh, like that. God. Forgiveness, <laughs> and you're just like, oh no, oh, you can't man. kill evil with evil. You're gonna, only going to kill him with love. Oh Jesus Christ! Did don't Stephen do King don't write this movie? Yeah, oh. no kidding. Um, I really hope that's not it. So, but, so know. those ideas are better than mine because I think it's going to end at a uh, city council meeting where they officially <laughs> pass a law that bans Halloween, and then oh. they just look at this camera and go, "Tonight Halloween ends." Oh, actually, I don't mind it. I'm, I'm actually on board with it. <laughs> and then Michael Myers is like, "Well, shit, what am I going to do?" And he just moves on to another town. Yeah, they realize <laughs> that as long as Halloween doesn't happen, he just stays in the window. He just yeah. waves at people. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Happy October thirty uh, first. No, I think I think Mike uh, hit the nail on the head. I think it's going to open much like Halloween twenty eighteen opens, except w- instead of uh, Laurie Strode like just mutilating like mannequins in her yard and being a prepper, it's going to be the young Allison girl who, yeah. after the death of both of her parents in a single night, has decided that. Um, she has to become like Sarah Connor esque badass and mm. and take the fight to Michael and Lori Strode's going to be like, oh no, that only brought pain and suffering. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. And and you're right, Lori Strode might be a pacifist, which is a bit of a bummer considering they just didn't use her in this movie. <laughs> um, 
And, and God, I hope, okay. So here's the thing. If you're going to set up, if you're going to hold Laurie Strode back in this movie and set up what is inevitably going to be like the final fight, you know, like a video game or something, Mm -hmm. why do you go out of your way to make it seem, make it clear that Laurie Strode has nothing to do with Michael Myers? Yeah. I mean, Mm. The big thing with the Halloween franchise is you're you're either super pro that Michael and Laurie are related or you're super against it. Um, And this this one took the the avenue of that they're they have nothing to do with one another, just like the first movie. So, I mean, I I don't know. They don't really have anything to do with one another other than the fact that, you know, she's still alive and feels responsible for him. And so she's not a Palpatine is what you're saying. Yes, she is. She is no Palpatine or Ray Skywalker (laughs) for that matter. Yeah, I just I I think it's again with the over explaining and kind of recontextualizing Michael Myers by I think the idea of having her be the sole survivor, like the one that got away is interesting, mm-hmm. but they've gone so far out of their way to show you that no, Michael Myers couldn't care less who he murders. He just yeah. wants to get back to his home that it kind of takes the wind out of the whole, like uh Lori Strode, Michael Myers thing. Like it's almost like uh Thanos in Endgame when Scarlet <laughs> Witch goes, you took everything from me. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, at some point you would just, I would, I would almost have more respect if the filmmakers just had Michael Myers take off his mask and be like, woman, why are you in my way? Like, <laughs> just let me get to my house. I just want to go home. Haven't I murdered enough of your family? Like, come on. God, I, I, I'm thinking now about that. What's that Spielberg movie with the truck where we never see the driver? Duel? Yeah. Like there was no explanation for why any of this was happening, but it, it's still a pretty tense movie. And yeah, I, oh man, now I'm, I don't know. I might have to bump Halloween kills down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. I, I, the more I, the more we talk about it, the more I, I found myself getting frustrated with it. And I'm sorry if it comes yeah. off, like I'm, I'm overly negative. I, I just, I had a lot of excitement for this movie because I really adored the 2018 one and I really, really, really love John Carpenter's originals. And I'm an apologist for some of the sequels, Halloween yeah. two and three, I'll fuck with, you know, Halloween six, Paul Rudd, come on. That's classic Paul Rudd. It's but, a shit movie, but yeah, it's, it's Paul Rudd's know, awesome. enough. There's, there are things that I like about it. Yeah. And, and as much as I give you shit for uh, H2O, I'll watch H2O. Great movie. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's great, but it's whatever. (laughs) It's the I know what you did last summer of Halloween's. It's fine. But I literally scream to playing on the TV in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you know, Halloween kills just felt kind of like a bummer. Like, I just I I had so much more in my head, I guess. And that's my own fault, I suppose. Yeah, I I mean, even as a giant, massive Halloween fan, I, I was definitely disappointed a bit. But I I still probably will appreciate it more as time goes on uh are you guys shocked that this is going straight to streaming instead of exclusively in theaters i mean i read the blum comments where he just you know uh freaky left a mark on him and he didn't want that to happen again where he thought he had a great movie and nobody went to see it and was able to see it and i get it from that point of view but i think this is a different time look at what you know venom has done look at shang chi i think people are starting to be willing to come back so I think an R-rated horror movie, yeah, a, a horror horror movie in October that is a Halloween horror movie. I think that really had a chance to do some some decent numbers. But coming off one of the biggest horror box office hits of all time, 
Yeah. Like the, no. I, I saw those comments too. And I kind of, I, it felt a little bit like uh CEO yeah. speak a little, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, we're just, you know, I just want the most people to see it and that's great and all, but like Halloween kills was going to have a big opening weekend regardless. I think they were more concerned with people going to see this movie and being like, Oh, this, this kind of wasn't good <laughs> and <laughs> not going back. Uh, yeah. That's possible. There's definitely some things that are going to tick off certain fans. Well, I just think that, like, I, I think the casual moviegoer is going to be confused yeah. by this movie and let down by this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you're off there. Okay, so we're still going to be here next year. Looking forward to Halloween ends. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We're we're excited with David Gordon Green and Danny McBride have up their sleeves, especially if it is just a long city council meeting. Um, <laughs> any, what if the any- whole movie is just you know people keep going in the house to get Michael like either arrested or out of the house or in the house. And he just keeps killing people. And it's just like, like at the end bodies, of uh, 50 bodies stacked all over his house. Yeah. Are right, you going next? Uh, <laughs> and then okay. Jamie finally has to go in and, and just kind of finish it. You know, it would be cool in is if, hug. if it was like the raid of Halloween movies, dude, that would be right. Where it's not everybody cool. knows that Michael Myers is up on the second floor of this house. So they just call like the raid SWAT team to come in and like take the house. And it's just like 90 minutes of action inside of a home. <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah. If they make it compelling, fine. No, it's it. I don't even know how Michael Myers is going to murder Karen when there's an entire town's worth of fire department and police and first responders on the front yard. And then just like walk out the back door, like peace out. Well, he doesn't want to leave, so good luck getting him out. Okay, so what are they going to do? Arrest him? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. So that's you sound, his house. You sound like, like Blumhouse. Just stay tuned, guys. Yeah. Dun, dun, Is there going to be like, oh, God, like in his basement, are they going to at some point find that there's like this giant like yep. WandaVision style yep. crypt or tomb under there that's going to be like giving him his power? Yeah. Well, that read my mind. That's I would, kind of, I mean, they, they kind of did that with the Thorn stuff where he was marked to, to be that I you're mean, talking the sequels yeah. that don't exist. Yes. The ones that this doesn't acknowledge. Right. But I, I was completely convinced that uh, because they show uh, Lonnie goes into the house. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up being in the, the, the attic, like mangled in the attic. And I'm like, Oh shit, they're going to go in that attic and see like hereditary style. Like there's like some satanic stuff over it over that spot where he watches and that's what you know some cult has been behind him or whatever you know i'm like that's where they're going with it but they didn't even do that they're just like no he just likes to look out the window (laughs) he's not all there guys (laughs) okay well neither was the film (laughs) yeah so the police are going in they're going to be like michael myers you're under arrest for murdering 45 people tonight um you have a right to remain silent. They read him his rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to. They can't. They can't. Like you know, only fuck up the veranda. Politely sits down. <laughs> when, when they say you have a right to remain silent, a guy in the back goes <laughs> because he's always silent. <laughs> get it, get it, guys, because he never talks. <laughs> it's um, like an avid Costello bit. <laughs> and then, and then we go to uh, that night. He gets his like his public defender, and his guy's like, "Okay, guy." <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do temporary insanity or whatever. Yeah. The movie just, is so boring. <laughs> he just keeps trying to leave the courtroom to walk home, and they're like, "Nope, nope, turn around." Wait, turn wait around, a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's just, they let him wear the mask. He goes through eight attorneys because he stabs them all with a pen. <laughs> all he wants, he doesn't talk, but he writes like, home, question <laughs> mark. And each attorney's like, no, no, you're in prison and stab. Home, question <laughs> mark. No, no, stab. <laughs> um, and then like the prosecutor's like, this is the easiest case, guys. Like. 45 dead bodies <laughs> women children men all ages and guilty then it's like a hung jury <laughs> anybody want to say guilty he's just got the pen in his hand <laughs> oh boy with the cast of night court <laughs> hey they're bringing back night court yes, are man. they yeah dude it just got a season order one well, of the streamers shit. Probably Peacock. Yeah. Probably Peacock getting us yeah. to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Brian Farver hasn't Peacocked yet. How, how are we going to get him? Night Court. Well, we do have a chance to get a free trial of Peacock, so I'm just looking this up right now. Because oh. that, that would sell me is a... Uh, a good free trial? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep, it will be... Uh, or maybe they'll launch the free trials with Night Court because, you know, trial court, no kind of... Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Nothing? nothing? No. Okay. I, uh, I think that... I think Peacock's like, well, fucking uh, Netflix has Seinfeld. We're going to have to do something. And I'm like, fucking Night Court, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Night Court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I know John Larroquette's back. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, to be fair, Peacock does have The Office. So yeah, whatever. The Office is dead to me. Sure. I love The Office, but now Comedy Central isn't showing the reruns as much as they used to. It's a shame. I'm I'm sorry that you don't get to watch it on Comedy Central. What are you like, Charles from 1998? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have YouTube TV only basically so I can watch The Office on Comedy Central, and uh, now it's replaced by Friends and fucking South Park reruns. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, gross. <laughs> anyway, Halloween ends, guys. <laughs> October. Yay. So many yeah. possibilities. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm for city council. I'm for night court. Um just don't give us like I'm hey, I'm for post apocalyptic. I, I liked what Brian was putting down there. I'm I'm you know, after saying? after this series is over, I'm okay if like someone else, like a B movie director, wants to go real like crazy with it and do like a post apocalyptic Michael Myers. That would be fine with me. Yeah. Yes. But not in this series. Yes, because it's so (laughs) realistic, Mike. I'm not saying that either. (laughs) Nothing wacky ever happens, Big John, Little John. (laughs) Hey, you don't talk ill of Big John and Little John. (laughs) All right. Well, so, okay. With that, I think it's way past time to finish our discussion. Um, You know, don't listen to us. Go see Halloween Kills in theaters. Um, Or Peacock. Or on Peacock, if you have but I'd, it. I'd watch it in theaters. I bet it's a better time in theaters with people. Yeah, that's a bummer. Just a full disclosure, we saw it on a screening link because there wasn't a local uh, mm-hmm. theatrical screening. Um, granted, you know, we have pretty good setups, but yeah, it's still not the same. It probably would be a lot more fun in theaters with a packed crowd, but we'll see. Maybe I'll go back and see it. Not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that to say, Halloween kills in theaters now and on Peacock. Get ready for Halloween ends supposedly he's going to hit next october unless there's another pandemic and then we can uh wait shortly after where they'll reboot it again and follow it with more subpar sequels so Mm -hmm. of course 
we all know how this goes, as Mike Which said. we will discuss. We yes, will of course. We're going to be talking about all. Halloween 20, not H2O, <laughs> but literally the 20th Halloween. But I will also talk about H2O if you want to talk about H2O. No, it's okay. Uh, Josh sure? Hardnett. Jesus, Josh Hardnett. What a heartthrob. And, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt saying he's gotten suspended for getting pretty crazy with the stick. And then slamming <laughs> it on the ground and getting stabbed with a hockey, you know, uh, skate. Oh, great. Oh, Lord. I love that movie. Uh, clearly you do. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, we'll be back talking more. Uh, it's still October, so we're going to talk more horror next time. But uh, uh, yeah, stick around. Thanks. Fine. Night court. Night court. <laughs>